Hello, and welcome to Anime Audio Commentary. Today I'll be commenting on episode 4 of Chainsaw Man. If you'd like to watch along, then start watching now. So it seems like this is a little bit of a recap for those of us sitting in the cheap seats here about, you know, power and what she was up to prior to having been ensnared by Makima and basically forced to hunt down other demons. I mean, I say forced, she does it with glee, but I'm pretty sure she'd rather just be, uh, wantonly committing crimes. So, you know, here we go. Power and Meowie. You know, that's, uh, they're just a good pair for each other, you know? Both don't really care what anyone else thinks, and they just sort of kill wildlife without much regard for anything. So this is sort of like how the whole predicament came to be. Power has a cat. The Bat Devil says, you know, hey, give me a good source of blood and I'll give you your cat back. And then ultimately, the Bat Devil decided to renege. So I'm wondering if this is maybe a sort of, like, life-flashing-before-your-eyes scenario, because I seem to recall that Power got, like, swallowed whole, so I'd imagine that's, um, not a healthy state of affairs, all things considered. Of course, at the same time, Denji was also really busy hacking the bad devil apart. Yeah, well, there we go. You know, that was pretty nice and easy. She just sort of goes to sleep and wakes up covered in viscera and gore, but, you know, considerably better up than she was before. Man, you know, Power's just saying what we're all thinking. You know, Denji's motivation was probably pretty stupid, but can you really complain about it if you've gotten out of this alive as a result of it? This is a sort of turning point in that Power's like, you know what, I lied to you and that was, um... I mean, that was certainly something I did, but you saved me regardless, so I guess I kind of have to be a little grateful. You know, in as much as power is grateful at all. So this is interesting, you know, this is sort of like one of the first times since Dingy has become Chainsaw Man, essentially, that he's sort of being dismembered a little bit here and there. And I'm sure it never becomes truly painless, but he really doesn't seem to care about it as much later on.
So this is a bit of a predicament now that Denji finds himself in. Because, yeah, he just sort of eviscerated the Bat Devil, but now this other hideous monster has seen fit to tear off one of his arms, and he's in this unfortunate situation where he's going to have to fight again, and Power's in no position to do anything. What's worse, you know, he doesn't seem to be able to fully transform. You know, Denji seems to think that the reason behind this is that he's kind of roughed up from fighting the Bat Devil. So it would seem as though uh, Denji has transgressed um, this hideous creature's relationship, you know. He's essentially killed her boyfriend. That's, uh... You know, that's interesting, considering how Denji's motivation was, if not romantic, certainly adjacent to that. You know, I do find it interesting that he's sort of gotten over this whole missing arm business pretty quickly. Because I'd imagine, you know, that something like that would really have to hurt a lot. And he's just sort of acting like it's no big deal. Granted, I mean, he's going to be hurting a whole lot more if he doesn't get the hell out of Dodge. <clears throat> Now, it is interesting that Denji is sort of somewhat able to withstand this monster. The idea being, I guess, just sort of having Pochita merge with his body as he had done has sort of imparted just a base level of strength, even if he isn't fully transformed. So I have to say, considering that these two devils sort of shared this dream by her admission of eating and killing all of humanity, I'd have to say, you know, the bat devil and I guess the worm devil or the leech devil or whatever this is, you know, that's, uh, that's reaching for the stars considering that in terms of things people would be afraid of, bats probably aren't too high on the list. You know, at the risk of, um, I don't know, touching on future plot elements, I'd imagine, like, guns and death and darkness and war and a whole bunch of things like that would be far higher on the list of things people are afraid of. Now, this is something I do appreciate about Denji. You know, despite everybody having this big, important motivation for why they do what they do, his motivation is equally important to him, but in the grand scheme of things, it's pretty mundane. But it's this sort of juxtaposition where everybody has a much more important motivation than him that sort of pisses him off. I can certainly appreciate his position.
It seems like Denji, given his lack of chainsaws at the moment, you know, it really seems like he's actually going to have to use all these intestines. And thinking about it, I feel like there's rather more intestines sort of coiled about than uh, could reasonably expect to have come out of the Bat Devil. But, I mean, I don't know. How many feet of intestine are coiled inside each person? Like, it's like something on the order of like 10 times your height, give or take. So, I mean, it could be possible. And I have noticed that in this episode, like, the viscera seems more, I guess, for want of a term, more suited uh, to my liking, I guess. You know, it, it doesn't seem as, like, purple and gross. Like it does, but... I don't know. Considering it's not bleeding purple all over the place, it looks a fair bit more realistic. See? There we go. So here we have a concrete demonstration that Aki is worth his salt in one way or another. You know, it seems like he has a contract with the fox devil or the wolf devil or something. And it just sort of like munched the leech devil like it was nothing and well that's that. You know, they killed it, Denji's safe, albeit, you know, a bit beat up. So not only is all that going on, we finally get to meet a couple more people, you know, associates of Aki's. So we don't really get to see all the cleanup of everything. I'd imagine it would have to be pretty extensive considering the destruction Denji managed to cause in his fight. But, you know, it's not really important when you get down to it. What is important is that, you know, they just sort of reattached his arm like it was no big deal. You know, a little blood transfusion here, a little detached arm there, and it pops right back on like a Lego. You know, I don't blame Aki for being a bit disconcerted about that, because that is, you know, that is something all right. Like, if you could just sort of, like, heal injuries by getting a little bit of blood, that would be, on the one hand, rather remarkable. So unfortunately, it seems like Aki, he's still sort of in charge of wrangling them, even if he wasn't watching them. Naturally, he's a bit suspicious about things. He's sort of correctly assumed that Power tried to do something untoward. And even though things ended up pretty well, you know, you can't have a fiend like that working for you. Of course, you know, Denji has ulterior motivations for lying. It 
It's also interesting that, you know, all these people sort of come forward speaking about Denji and, you know, like, hey, he saved me or he didn't really, you know, do a particularly good job of saving me, but he didn't kill me either. Some of that's just his own personality coming through. Yeah, so Aki, I think, is making a bit of a short-sighted decision here. You know, basically he's saying, I'm going to wrangle you guys and you just have to listen to me. So naturally, Denji's going to give him lip service and say, like, yeah, dude, I'll totally listen to what you say. But, you know, knowing how he is, he is certain to cause more trouble. I mean, I guess in his own way, he's kind of earnest in that he's sort of, I mean, in not exactly these terms, but he's sort of swearing on his dream. And, I mean, he's not exactly swearing an oath, and his dream isn't exactly something worth swearing on, but I guess for what it's worth, you know, it's better than nothing. So for better or for worse, Aki has decided that power, if she's not to be trusted, she is to be tolerated for right now. You know, they had her clapped in cuffs, and that was probably the responsible thing to do, considering what exactly she'd gotten up to. Yeah, I feel like Aki's really just sort of making more work for himself, whether he knows it or not. So it seems like Aki's not really, he's not really ratting out Denji, but he's sort of um, telling Makima what he knows about the situation. So I mean, I guess the upshot of everything is that they did in fact survive, kill all the demons, and there were no bits of the gun devil. Now that's an interesting plot point. Because I had sort of alluded to the gun devil before, and I know the significance of it. But, you know, one would have to imagine that a gun devil would be a rather terribly powerful thing. And that if they're sort of searching for pieces of it, you know, I think that goes a good way to indicate that it's got to have some sort of value. And whether or not that value is of any use to humans, or if... You know, keeping it out of the hands of other devils is the utility in and of itself. You know, that kind of remains to be seen. 
So Machibus touched on something interesting that sort of just in associating with Denji as he has, Aki's already sort of loosening up a bit. Because, you know, let's be fair, he is rather stuffy and by the book, and Denji by his nature is very chaotic. So I guess the two of them interacting will sort of tend to rub off on each other for better or for worse. No, I have to say, it seems like this, this sort of, like, very simple, ordinary daily life kind of stuff. I don't hate it, but I can't really say I'm a big fan of it either, because I, uh... Personally, I come to Chainsaw Man for the violence and the devils and all that stuff, and... I don't know. Aside from CG, I feel like if I have to complain about something in regards to Chainsaw Man, it's that the pace is kind of slow. I mean, maybe some of it is I read Chainsaw Man pretty darn quickly when I first encountered it. So, you know, some of that's on me. But I feel like... I don't know. Like, things are just taking like a slow, relaxed pace that I don't feel is necessarily for the best. I mean, obviously I say this as someone who totally has experience directing anime and all that stuff, but... I don't know. If I were me, I might try and set up, like, a a faster pace. Like, to some degree, things have to be slow-paced, you know? You have to set things up with exposition and all that. But... I don't know. Lots of Chainsaw Man's very action-heavy, and you can sort of get through a lot of action stuff without much screen time. Oh, well. At any rate, you know, whatever sort of peaceful life Aki had, you know, living as he now has to with Denji, things have uh, gotten worse. By order of Makima, Power's now living there, too, and... Despite saying that, you know, you don't have to worry about power, she's going to behave. You know, I think we can determine pretty quickly that that's not going to be the case. You know, it's like, vegetables? Yeah, I'm going to throw those. And surely she's not going to be a tidy person. I mean, I guess the upshot of all this, the upside, is that Denji and Aki are a bit of a united front in that power is so thoroughly disgusting that the two of them have no choice but to work together to try and maintain some semblance of civilization. I mean, I guess to a degree power can't really help it, having been effectively 
you know, a corpse possessed by a devil. Man, I like how they just sort of have to use euphemism rather than just go out and say things. It really lends the impression that Denji has no idea what's going on and is just sort of guessing and relying on base instinct. Man, you know, Power can't help herself. She admits that she was actually lying when she made the deal, but considering the extenuating circumstances, she has no choice, she feels, but to go through with it. And of course that doesn't actually get resolved. It's kind of what I was saying about the pacing, you know, I feel like they could have just gotten it over with. Alright, well that's it for this episode. If you've enjoyed it, then by all means, tune in for the next one. See you, Space Cowboy.